Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today as I always am. And I always, I'm especially excited when I get to have somebody on the podcast that's already been on the podcast before. And and so today I actually am sitting down with two people, Bo Dutton from the NWA Makers Club and his partner in crime, Shelly <laughs> Mober who is also part of the NWA Makers Club and a former guest on this podcast. She was actually on episode 99 from Deadhead to Wu-Tang and everything in between, and which was one of my more artful titles for one of my podcast episodes. But I'm excited to have both of these guys in front of me because we're going to talk about what it means to be a maker here in Northwest Arkansas and beyond. And so without further ado, I want to welcome Bo Dutton and Shelley Malbert to the podcast. Oh, thanks Mober. for having us on. Thanks Mober. for having us on, Randy. We love your show. I was uh, 
actually listened to the Expedition Ozark podcast that you just or that just dropped that you just today. Did. Yeah, I was listening to it on the way that's in. A, this that's morning. impressive. Um, okay, I'm doing my last that. minute homework. <laughs> yeah, and uh, man, it got me fired up to go explore the outdoors, didn't it? it, it totally. I mean, Dan, first of all, Danny Collins is amazing. Shout out to Danny Collins from Thirty Seven North Expeditions. I mean, he has uh, summited many mountains around the world. And uh, this guy does not let any grass grow under his feet. And so he is, the time we're recording this in a couple of weeks from now, he will be doing the Expedition Ozark Adventure Race Series. And it's coming here to the Ozarks. And the important thing about this is that there will actually be people from all over the world descending upon Northwest Arkansas. So, I mean, it, it's there's something about this area that really separates it from a lot of other places. Not to say that other places aren't exceptional because they are, but we're special. And that's what makes your <laughs> podcast so unique and awesome. <laughs> yes, I think so. I think so. So, but no, I appreciate you listening to that. But today we are going to talk about being a maker here in Northwest Arkansas. And so for a lot of, I know for a fact, because I know how this is how everybody is, when you hear a word or something that you don't fully understand, you acknowledge it, even if you don't know what it is, and then eventually you will figure out what it is. <laughs> sure. But I've heard the term makery, maker, You've got the Innovation Center for Innovation at the uh, Fayetteville Public Library right across the street from where we're recording this at KUAF. And so you hear all this talk about what it means to be a maker. Who wants to describe well, that? So I'm going to go ahead and take that because I know when Bo and I were first kind of mulling over, you know, the group and whatnot, I kind of had a little, you know, issue with maker because I, wasn't aware that it was a whole movement. I'm, you know, primarily in fine art, whereas Bo's in the maker community per se. Like, but so I had a hard time distinguish distinguishing artisan, you know, between maker and and in the beginning of our group and social media, I did tend to use artisan because I wanted it to encompass any type of creation. But there is a whole makers movement going on now. And that encompasses really anything creative that you make. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm sure Bo has quite a bit to add to that. Yeah, I, I think we landed on the term maker just because it seemed more inclusive and encompassing of of all types of creatives than anything else that we could think up. And we really wanted the community to appeal not just to painters or woodworkers or potters, but also musicians or writers or anybody who just feels like they're a creative. And people come in in all levels of their makerhood. I don't know. Right. I don't know the right word to say, but you've got people that are just hobbyists poking around, seeing what kind of creative avenues are out there. You've got people doing it as a side hustle. You've got people, we've got a couple of makers who have real brick and mortar storefronts. Have yeah, since yeah. actually had their brick and mortar That's right. while and we've they've got, been in our group. Yeah. And we've got people progressing through those stages. Yeah. People started out as hobbyists are now moving up, making it a side hustle or making it a full-time gig. And that's kind of where everything originated. I personally was just a hobbyist woodworker out of my garage. And then COVID hit. My wife works in the hospital. I didn't want to bring anything that she might bring home from the hospital to my place of work. Sure. And we had a young child, six months old. And so I quit my job and said, let's see if I can make a go at this woodworking thing. A few months into it, I signed up for a show. I met Shelly there and realized that there are a lot of people around here doing this. And I didn't necessarily realize it. But after the group started, 
we just got this flood of people saying, oh, I make this in my garage. Oh, I make this in my studio. Can I be in the group? And it just really exploded. And I think that the real niche that our group has fit into, because there are a lot of group markets and shows. And I mean, there's one and we actually do promote that because we are about community arts. And I personally am a community arts advocate. So I would like, you know, I want everyone to succeed. But as far as we're concerned, the niche that we fit into is that all of our makers are within a 50 mile radius of Fayetteville. Okay. And so. Which comprises all of Northwest Arkansas. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we have people in Hiawassee, in Gravit, in Decatur, in, you know, Huntsville, in Springdale, Rogers. I mean, the list goes on and on. And so it's amazing to watch all of these people come together. We've got a really active, um, I've been in a few other groups and we've got an amazingly active group. Our members, you know, consistently are participating, sharing, cross-promoting, and uh, that's what makes our group successful. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, as I think about it, again, there are a number of what I call ecosystems in Northwest Arkansas where, you know, small businesses, smaller entrepreneurs and creatives have a place to thrive. One place I think about is the farmer's market and what that's meant to people over the years. And I know that that has made a huge difference. We have at least 10 makers that do Fayetteville Farmers Market. Okay. Yeah. And that makes sense, right? I mean, because Mm -hmm. it is, you know, I've actually interviewed one of the founders of the Fayetteville Farmers Market and, you know, they talk about the importance of having that platform and how there's a lot of structure there that you wouldn't realize it, right? It's like they don't allow just anybody to show up. And I think that that is important in terms of creating an environment like this. Yeah. And I think one thing to note is, you know how they say, make someone your best friend before you marry him. We kind of started this group in the thickest part of COVID. And so the most interaction we were able to have with everybody was just in an online group setting where everyone was posting pictures of things they make and getting to know each other and asking questions. And we really grew a lot as a group in that time before we ever started having any events or markets or anything like that. And I think the thing that allowed us to be so successful is that we really just try to make it part of our identity to be inclusive and to be promoting everyone always constantly. Even if another woodworker said, hey, I made this cool stuff and I'm trying to sell it. Can you guys promote me? As a woodworker myself, my initial reaction might be to say, oh, let's, you know, bury this guy so I can, but we've just made it a number one priority to equally cross promote everyone and make everyone feel not only supported and in a safe space where they can ask questions or ask advice or show off things they're making, but also not feel any sense of unhealthy competition among any of the makers that we have in our club. That's absolutely true. And one of the things that I enjoy most about makers group during the period of time that we're not completely overrun with preparing for a market is that I have freak, I can't even count on on my fingers how many times I've had one of our makers reach out to me and say, I've never shown before. What, you know, how do I do this? Or can you direct me to this? Or how did you get to this point? Right. You know, and so it's, it's, it's such a great feeling to be able to say, well, hey, this I don't know exactly about this artwork, 
because I'm not involved in, let's say, epoxy art, Mm -hmm. right? But I'll tell you my situation. And I know this because of how we've established this community, I can out of the blue pull an epoxy artist out of my mind and say, I know that this person will talk to you about how they, you know, show things or how they display things because I may not know that exact answer. Sure. And so it's awesome because it's we're able to say, you know, love your work, keep doing what you're doing. If you want some further assistance, I recommend this. And if this doesn't come through private message, it comes through our posts in Makers where people just ask. And we'll have a ton of engagement. It's a really collaborative community, especially on Facebook. Instagram is probably more of our showcase of what we, who our makers are. And I put a lot of work into stories promoting everything from downtown Bentonville, downtown Springdale, Girls Gone Barbecue, you know, all of the new entrepreneurs, all of the the people, modest method designs out of Rogers. I put a lot of work into making sure people get seen because we have sometimes hundreds and hundreds of views on our stories and that gets out there. Yeah. Just to go back to one thing Shelly said real quick, I think something like 80% of our I think something like 80% of our vendors have only ever done shows with us or are doing shows with us for the first time. And that's just really exciting because that means that we're pulling a lot of people who are kind of becoming more ambitious with their work, right? They haven't signed up for a lot of shows or done a lot of sales. And they're seeing and being inspired by other people who are making similar quality of things and seeing them succeed in these markets or in online sales. And it's pulling people out of the woodworks who want to get involved in making things themselves. Yeah. You know what else is really neat too about this is we've had some community partners that have been absolutely invaluable. Fayetteville Public Library, especially Shelby Lynn Fleming from the library, Jason Qualls and Sam Dean from Amazium have given me invaluable advice on, you know, making each market better, which is our goal. (laughs) Yeah, And just some of the, you know, there's a a relatively well-known little place on Spring Street called the American Shaman Kava Bar. They have supported us from day one, Ludi Bozeman and Renaga Fabriaz. And they are a part, they are integral in our community. And it's wonderful to see these people coming out and saying, hey, I love what y'all are doing. How can we help? Yeah. I mean, and that's part of the collaborative spirit that you find in Northwest Arkansas. And I talk about it all the time and I talk about it ad nauseum because I do want people that are both thinking about coming here or that are already here to understand the dynamic that does exist in Northwest Arkansas when it comes to doing just about anything. So, Yeah. And being from California, I will tell you, I love (laughs) California, but the collaborative spirit that we have in Northwest Arkansas does not exist. In California. In California. Right. Yes. Yes, Yes. absolutely. Yeah. Northwest Arkansas is amazing in that manner. It is. And I think a lot of it has to do with the simple fact that, you know, we're trying to to grow this area. We're trying to make it open for anyone that comes here, you know, 
like the sign at the co-op says, everyone welcome, right? Mm -hmm. It's like we want people to come to Northwest Arkansas and really make the most of it, whatever your skill set, whatever your background and experience is. And I think a lot of that is extended through the way that you guys operate the Northwest Arkansas Makers Club and how you created a platform that's really for anybody that has a desire to share their creations with a wider audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whether somebody's just landing here or someone just finds our group who is already involved in, in making themselves, I think it's a perfect landing spot and a great cushion because you've got all the support you can ever hope to have. You've got outlets to sell your stuff. You've got people to ask how to make your stuff better. You've got ways to source materials that may be hard to figure out otherwise. Yeah. Um, if you can't find anything you're looking for, just Ask a question in in the club and there's 10 people will give you a great answer. And so we've got that side of the coin covered. And for people who are just landing here who aren't necessarily creatives, but they're looking to fill up their house with cool stuff. Yep. We've also got a website for you where you can browse galleries of all of our makers and see who, you know, you've got backstories and see other things they've made. And and really you can kind of fall in love with a maker before you even ever reach out to them and and try and get them to make you something or buy something they've already got. And I, for sale. and I love that aspect of it because it actually allows anybody that who hasn't maybe set up their own website or anything like that to have a platform to share their creations on and then eventually kind of build up a following where it's like at some point it makes sense for you to have a website, right? Sure. Where you share that information. Sure. And that was a huge, a huge driving point behind building this website is not only do we want, you know, we had this such amazing community of makers making such amazing things. And we felt like we were just sharing stuff between ourselves and saying, oh, that's cool. Look at mine. Oh, that's cool. Look at mine. And we really just needed to get this out to the public, right? So we started a couple outward social media accounts, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and then TikTok, and then had a, one of the makers in our club, a friend of mine from college, reach out and say, hey, man, I'd love to build you a website. Um, His name's Adam Gronwald from Happy Adam Designs. Okay. Shout out. Yep. And made us an incredible website. We talked for a couple hours and I kind of just sent him a pipe dream of what I, best thing I could hope a website could be. Sure. I mean, expected some way simplified version of it and he just really crushed it. I think we've probably got 150 different makers on there with, like I said, with personal bios and then also their businesses listed on there with a business bio and then galleries of all the things they've made. And we just really, really just wanted to showcase, I mean, we're just doing the easy part of the logistics. The people that are making the cool stuff and sending us these really great photographed pieces for us to use in our marketing, they're the ones doing the hard work. And sure. we're, just, we're just putting it together and sending it out. Yeah. Now, is there an e-commerce portion to this? There's not. Not yet. Okay. Hopefully someday. But right now, it's just a gallery. You can browse through, find a maker you like, and then there's all their links there. However you prefer Email. to reach out yeah. to them, you can reach straight out to them. Yeah. Because I, I saw, I know recently, and, and obviously, Shelly, I've followed you for a long time. And and, you know, I was kind of, I wasn't joking when I responded to one of your posts recently about your cards. I was just going to, I was going to mention Thank you cards. And I was like, you. man, I got to get some of those. But, <laughs> you know, there's something to be said for customized thank you cards. And, and especially, you know, a lot of times you get a thank you card from Walmart. No shade to Walmart, but all thank you cards that you buy in the store all look similar. And, and I, I would, yeah, they are. And I would prefer to spend a little bit more to have a thank you card that stands out, the kind that maybe people don't want to throw away. I've actually had wonderfully made cards in the past that I've actually put behind it, put in a frame because they look so good. And I remember my dad, who I think I told you was an artist. artist. And and yes, (laughs) 
he was a really good artist when it came to making these wonderful cards that were like limited edition. There were no two cards were the same. And that was when he would do that. He didn't like mass, mass produce them. But I know that I have been in several people's homes who had actually taken his cards and put them behind glass and, and actually framed them. So. so this last Christmas, I did one that was an angel dog and it just resonated with so many people. And I have, that's probably the most I've ever seen that they have matted it and framed Sure, it. sure. <laughs> It was no, kind of funny. It is. It, it, as a matter of fact, if you give me the permission, I'll, I may use something like that for the the episode artwork for this episode, or at least share some of your images and even your stuff, Bo, because I think it's important for people to see that. And while it is, you know, we're going to point them to the NWA Makers Club website, but certainly the wider the audience, the better. I would like to just make a little derivation to uh, back to our makers, but. One maker that I'm really proud of is Norma Lucero and her husband. They had never shown before. They are bakers. They have a wonderful Mexican bakery and they'd never shown before our November 7th show. And they now have their own storefront in Rogers that they're opening. That's right. They spent some time in the Northwest Arkansas Mall they, and they yep. for a little mm-hmm. and then has oh, now yes, opened their yes, own yes. storefront. Yeah. Yes. So did they go through the Curate program by chance? You know what? I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Okay. I wouldn't know. Sounds, but she, sim- sounds but interesting. She did sounds make like a I've post. heard the story. She did make a post that we reposted about not ever having done this and mm-hmm. wouldn't have had the nerve to do it right. without our November show. Those are the kind of successes that we love to see. Yeah. You know, this is but this is empowering artists. This is empowering creatives. Right. People that have imposter syndrome or they still <laughs> can't call themselves artists. Right. You know, it's so it's such a collaborative event and group. And Bo and I I don't think could be more proud of our makers. Yeah. Yeah. I think that and you know, I want to applaud you both for doing this and for the rest of the team that you have around you because clearly it's not easy. It's the two of you. I know you're. So for those of you that are listening, Shelly's looking at me like she's pointing. It's like, it's the two of us. And that's, that's typically how it starts out, right? Somebody's got a vision. Somebody has a dream. And they're like, we're going to make this happen. But it's like, oh, man, it's so much work that goes into it. People don't realize Well, that. 1030 at night, the night of our last show, Bo was moving the tractor around with trash cans and I was putting trash can bags in them. So it is Bo and I <laughs> for That's, now. Yeah, for now, for now. But there's always going to be somebody that yeah, we Yeah, we have good up. volunteers. For, we have for fantastic our volunteers. We, all, we have yeah. all the help and the support we can need. Yeah, um, we just a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's definitely coming. So tell us a little bit about these events, how they're structured, because I know one at the time of us recording this, there's one coming up soon, but I just would be curious to understand. I know that they've kind of they've kind of grown from one to the each time they've gotten. So I'm going to start with the first one and let Bo take you on to to the last two that we've or the last one we had and the next one. But the first one began because Bo and I were just trying to figure out let's just do a small little market and show off some of the showcases. And I have a studio at Mount Sequoia, and so they were giving us a discount on uh, renting one of the buildings. Yeah. And to step back real quick, we didn't start this group with having shows or anything like no. that in mind. We just got essentially got so many cool people in a room that we couldn't not 
showcase it somehow, right. you know? And so the big market was just kind of a natural progression. Right. But yeah, we we thought, okay, let's do a little show at one of these buildings in Mount Sequoia. <laughs> Maybe building. we'll get 25 or 30 people to <laughs> sign up. So we went and met with Mount Sequoia. They're awesome. Rented us a building and we put up signups and it exploded. Oh, it, and, it was like three and so, days. <laughs> and so I had to go back to them and say, hey, what other buildings do you have? What are the, And so we ended up renting out, I think, three indoor spaces and then all the green space they would give us. And we had 150 local makers all wow. set up individual booths, a couple food vendors, a couple drink vendors, and had a great time. I mean, logistics great were time. tough. It was tight fit up there, um, but they were, just they were really yeah. great to work with. They were. Um, we just knew that we wanted to be, and we could have easily been bigger had we had the space. And sure. so we needed to, to look elsewhere. And then luckily we found a great deal at the Washington County Fairgrounds that gave us all the space we could ever want. And we still didn't expect to do what no, we did no. in November. We thought we would do about the same, <laughs> but just be easier logistics wise with parking and, and vendor spaces and that kind of thing. And so we put up the application, sold out our three indoor spaces, which were big, really fast. And then went back to the fairgrounds and said, hey, what more indoor space do you have? <laughs> we rented out another building and then had to rent out two more buildings after that. Wow. We had five indoor spaces. We had 250 vendors all personally making their goods all from within, you know, 45 minutes of the Washington County Fairgrounds. And we just got together and had a party. You know, we had six food trucks, we coffee trucks, ice cream, music, and just a ton of locally like-minded people selling cool stuff and a ton of other locally people who are inevitably friends of the makers. You know, a lot of these people have real jobs and are making stuff in their garage sure. or whatever. Yeah. So you're just seeing everybody, you know, oh, I didn't know you made this. I didn't know you made that. And man, we had a blast. We so, did. And uh, also the library, Fayetteville Public Library and the Mazium, like they will in this next show, did kids activities. Okay. And so okay. we had a whole bunch of kid-friendly activities. That's right. Kava Bar came out and sold all locally brewed beer along with Seltzer's, their products yeah. and a bunch of locally made food. Yeah, uh, Williams local. Food Truck, who's returning, which we love, was one of the food trucks. And I think they were the ones that sold out first. Yeah, all of our yeah. food trucks sold out. We had Wicked Woodfire Pizza. They all sold out. Sold out, yeah. Sweet yeah. Scoops. We had a whole all-star lineup and we got almost all of them back, plus a few more fun trucks this year. So Man. the whole thing should be quite a party. So how many of these do you think you can do in a year? We're thinking two okay. um, with a couple of other smaller events. We have some in. big plans that we can't talk about That's yet, fine. That's but fine. they're coming up. Okay. Yeah, we okay. do something. We're trying to cook up something exciting. Got something rolling with the city of Fayetteville. Yep, That's about done. all we can say. Yep. Man, that's exciting. <laughs> but well, hopefully a couple, a few more small events throughout the year. Yeah, and shout out to the city of Fayetteville and Experience Fayetteville has been putting our flyers in each of their bags for people from out of town that experience Fayetteville is the Fayetteville Visitor Center. Yeah. But they and just won so, an award yes. recently and we're actually going to have them on the podcast very soon. We're excited to sit down with them and kind of tell their story because we've, you know, we've done some stuff with the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce, which is really, Karen Wagman, of course, Karen is amazing. Adorable. So, yes. and then Bentonville, visit mm -hmm. Bentonville and we've done downtown Springdale Alliance. So we, we're going to continue to tell those stories because that's, you know, at the genesis of what makes Northwest Arkansas so great are independent 
community communities, right? Mm-hmm. So Fayetteville's got its own flavor. Springdale has its flavor. Rogers has its flavor. And Bentonville has their flavor. And all of them play nicely in the sandbox together. Well, and something that kind of benefits us in another way is that I have about five different side hustle jobs. Yeah, yeah. And a couple of them are based, you know, one's based in uh, are in uh, Springdale, Creative Arkansas Community Hub Exchange. Yep. And, um, cash. Yep, cash. <laughs> and doing that, I have met so many more people. And so I'm able to see so much from Bentonville and Rogers and all the other communities and bring them into our groups. Yeah, I think that's important. I mean, I really do. And that to me is what makes this area so special. So, and I mean, Bo, you, you grew up here. Yeah. So this is for you. This must be like, <laughs> did you imagine that Northwest Arkansas was going to be like this Gosh, when you were a kid it's growing crazy. up? It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, my dad's side of the family is from Goshen. My mom's side of the family is from Greenland. If if you know Northwest Arkansas, maybe you know those two little towns. But I finished off my high school years in Fayetteville. And no, my wife's from Little Rock. And we drive around all the time. And I just say, man, that used to be a field. That used to be a field. That used to be a field. <laughs> the same. I've, I've only been here. I've only been here eight years. And I do the same thing. And I'm just like, man. But there was nothing there yeah. a couple of years ago. Oh, man, there was I'm nothing 35, here. and it is not <laughs> the same place. And you know, you talk to my parents, and they'll tell you the same thing. You talk to my grandparents, and they'll tell you, yeah, there are nine buildings here when right. we were growing up. Right. One, yeah. one stoplight in Bentonville when I worked at the headquarters Oh, my goodness. That's one crazy. It's wild. But, I'm, you know, I feel like we've been hearing the statistic about we're one of the top growing places since I was a kid. You know, yeah. we're just always on that list, and it's really starting to stack up, and it's we're lucky to have the types of organizations that we do around because we could be in trouble logistically with our, you know, roads and housings and stuff a lot more than we are. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I know they're constantly working on that stuff, but when you have to focus on that type of stuff, then the thing that gets left out is the cool parts of town, right? The the art parts and the parks and, and those really the things that make your town unique. And so I'm, it's really I'm excited about our area um, and the people that we have pouring into our area because we do have a little bit more money to work with as an area to kind of beautify it or artsify it or whatever term you like to just kind of make it more fun and unique for people to enjoy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I even think of like the Lower Ramble, right? Mm -hmm. Which is, I mean, that's a perfect example. And for those of you that aren't aware, the Lower Ramble, Ramble is an area between kind of like the Dixon Street area of Fayetteville past the Eater Squared, makes its way all the way down below the Fayetteville Public Library area, almost to MLK and that whole area. Street it's Taproom. University yeah. Avenue. Okay. Yeah, that's where, <laughs> it, is. where it is. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and it just, it. I mean, it's a really cool area. I mean, there's there's art, there's a little bit of everything that's there. Yeah. And it's not something that you would normally experience on right. most trail ends. And there are, there are little places popping up like that all over the place. And I only necessarily know about the Fayetteville ones, but I think they're calling it South Yard over where the co-op used to sure, be. Sure. Um, is going to be a really cool little outdoor spot with shopping and all sorts of stuff, restaurants. And then over on Leverett, just off the bike trail, between Leverett and the bike trail, kind of used to be... I think maybe a, a little AT&T dispatch plant sure. or something, mm-hmm. but they're turning that into a really cool outdoor food court area with potentially trail access in the mm-hmm. future. There's just so many little spots. Nomad's Trail Side is one of those little yeah, spots Nomad's trail that you can just, you wouldn't necessarily find it if you're just driving around, but off the trail, it's right there and right really there. accessible. And it's 
It's just little things that make Northwest Arkansas cool, so cool. Yeah. The Greenway, especially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really connected oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we've had some of the, actually interviewed yes, recently the, one of the major designers of the original Greenway, worked with the city of Fayetteville. His name is Victor Dover. Um, he was a consultant to the city of Fayetteville, I should say. And his design was instrumental in helping us to have what we have today, thinking about a track or a track of road way, if you will, where you don't have to encounter a car. It's much safer to ride on. I can ride from my home uptown Fayetteville on the east side of town all the way to downtown Fayetteville and beyond all the way to Mount Kessler. Or I can ride up to Bentonville. I can yeah, go right to Crystal bike. Bridges. Yeah, I can ride my bike. What, what'd you say? If it's electric, electric bike, bike, you can Oh, go if to it's Bentonville. electric. No, no, I, I ride. This is all, all, oh, nice. all human power. Yes. <laughs> Good for you. It is called Good exercise. For you. So, but there's a lot of people out there with e-bikes. Oh, yeah. And so I that's see them when I'm huffing and puffing and yes. then they cruise by me. Yeah, you're like, and then it doesn't bother me when I see I'm like, oh, well, that's, you guys are just showing off. Yeah. So I'm like, I like I usually got a trailer like of kids on the back of me and I could use one, man. Yeah, yeah. So. No, there's some benefits to that, but you continue to see that kind of growth and people become more and more familiar with this area and what it represents. I mean, we're, I'm running into people that are coming down here from St. Louis just for the weekend to ride around yeah, and right. just to learn more about the area. So yeah. that's one thing we're so excited about is having this club set up now to be an outlet to where when people do visit or to come down to live or whatever, because people are moving here to live all the time. Yeah. We just... We're so excited to finally have all these makers together in one place and be able to promote them easily and say, hey, if you need anything, we got people that can make it. Come look right here. Right. And it's just we're proud to have an outlet available for local makers that have not been available to them before. Yeah. Right. You used to have to go and try and scrounge up orders and post on Facebook and, you know, this and that. And now Craigslist. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Craigslist. And now we have people coming to us looking for help saying, Hey, we need a little marketing help. And we we're excited to be able to offer that to them in one convenient package. You yeah. Know? One thing I enjoy too, seeing in the club posts, again, it's different than Instagram is our makers that are, are not even makers, people that are in the club to see mm-hmm. what's going on yeah. and say, look, I found this at restoration hardware. I'm redoing my kitchen who can do this for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is inevitably somebody raises two, their three, hand for people. <laughs> yeah. And what's great is the person that can probably replicate what they're asking for may not see the post, mm-hmm. but another member will be like, oh, yes, this That's person can do it. Yeah. And yeah. tags them. Yeah. And that is collaboration. That is community arts. That is what we are about. Yeah. yeah. I think we have 2,500 members in the club. All local, and you know, obviously, not everybody's super engaged, but yeah. of the big percentage that are engaged, I mean, there's anything you could think of that somebody could possibly make. We got somebody making it, you yeah. know. But across all of our platforms, we're at nearly 9,000 people. Wow, wow, yeah. Well, it'll be great. Hopefully, you'll be able to share this episode with all of those oh, folks of so that, that, uh, <laughs> that they can just become more prized. Sometimes you you think you know everything, but you really don't until you sure. kind of hear it. And that's why I love being able to tell these stories and to kind of share what you guys are doing, because I think it's important for more people to know and just be aware. Yeah, and, we we appreciate the outlet. Yeah. I mean, I hate being the best kept secret, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, sure. cause it happens to me with the podcast. I get people all the time like, I didn't know. And I'm like, yeah, it's all good, but we're here and 
we keep recording every week because there's always going to be somebody new that's going to discover it and be like, oh, this is so great. So, yeah. you know, I mean, that's just. And I've watched that with you. <laughs> yeah. For years yeah, and years, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's happened so over it's time. So it's happening. Yeah, it is happening. It's happening for all of us, which is really nice. And it's it's the one thing that I say is special about Northwest Arkansas, again, is that this area, as it grows, the people that are here that really put their their blood, sweat, and tears into the area are reaping the benefits of that, Absolutely. right? And it's not necessarily just singular benefits to an individual, it's collective benefits. So what you guys are doing for the makers in the Northwest Arkansas community is a collective benefit for all of them. And my core belief is that if we lift one another up, we all succeed. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. cliche as it, it gets. <laughs> A it rising really tide is, does but lift it really all ships. Is true. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because if you can celebrate your friend that's a maker that, you know, just accomplished what they needed to accomplish, mm -hmm. it does come back around. Absolutely. It really does. It does. And so and I've I've shared this before. I uh, you know, my grandfather taught me a long time ago is that if you take time to pour into the city that you're in and give all of yourself to that city, it will eventually give back to you. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I, I have taken that lesson to heart. <laughs> so so suffice to say. Obviously. Yes. So listen, before we end up, I'd love for you, a somebody listening to this is like, oh my God, I got to connect with these folks. What's the best way for them to connect with you? The very best way would be to search for NWA Makers Club on Facebook and then sure. join our group. And from there, you can find it all the information and you're you're in it, then you're in the club. Absolutely. Um, for anybody listening who wants to shop some products or shop local makers or just see who all is out there making stuff, go to nwamakers.com. For anybody who wants to consistently stay up with us and see all the stuff our makers are doing and hear about what shows and events and stuff we've got coming up, you can follow us on Instagram at NWA Makers. Drop me a message and I will reply. Absolutely. <laughs> or, uh, Absolutely. or on Facebook, you can search NWA Makers Gallery. Right. And I just want to say, I think that we're really excited with where the club has come since we've started it. We've come a long ways, but I think we hope that we have just kind of scratched the tip of the iceberg. We have big plans and we have kind of been gifted with this power of having a voice to, yeah. you know, a ton of people on both sides of, of the coin. And we just really are working hard to make sure that it's a healthy, happy environment. And then once we can kind of get it, we're bootstrapping this whole thing. Hard, sure, sure. You know? yeah. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And so as soon as we can financially make it happen, we'd love to open a storefront somewhere in Northwest Arkansas and, and be able to rent out spaces for our makers to have a permanent space a, to sell yeah, their a stuff. Yeah, perpetual space. Um, yeah. And, you know, eventually... If I win the lottery and can put all my money into this, I'd love to have a big campus where we've got a store where makers are selling stuff with another store where people are putting in unused materials and kind of almost a Habitat for Humanity restore, but geared specifically towards makers. Makers, yeah. yeah. Used materials, used tools, that kind of stuff. And then eventually even maybe have some small spaces that makers can rent out to get out of their garage and get into our space. Even micro loans to small makers to get them over certain humps. We got a lot of huge dreams down the road, hey, but we'll, listen, we'll man, see what we can do. You'd be surprised. And, and I will go so far as to say that anybody listening to this, that this really resonates with them and you're looking for ways to invest back into your community. I couldn't think of a better group of folks to consider helping out. And so as you guys continue to grow, I'm sure there will be people that will be on the sidelines saying, hey, 
I don't have a maker bone in my body, even though we all do. We all have some creative spirit in us, but I love what you're doing and I want to support this. There will be opportunities and hopefully ways for them to do that. I appreciate that. Especially we have some sponsors that are not in the creative community. Yep. That absolutely believe in us yeah. sure. and have been with us Do you since want to day shout one. Those sponsors uh, out? I was thinking of Kent Atkins and his wife Melissa. Grease okay. Pig. Grease Pig. Okay. Yep. Bedford Camera. Bedford Camera. Arcom, Arcom Printing, Gun Granite, uh, NWA Rubber Mulch. Honed in by uh, right. Tyler Eck. Okay. Honed in Knife Sharpening. Yep. Okay. And uh, did already mention Ludi. And Renaga with uh, the Kava Bar CBD on Spring American Street. Yeah. Kava Bar. Sure. So yeah. we have. We I'm have sure some... we missed somebody. I'm sure we oh, missed. Oh, Sleet somebody. City Arts, Olivia Trimble at Sleet City oh, Arts. Oh, yes, Olivia. Oh my goodness. Mm, can't yes. forget Olivia. She's been on the podcast, so yeah. I know we're forgetting somebody. Sorry if we forgot you. Yeah, <laughs> we still love you. It's okay. We'll, we we'll, love we'll, everyone. Well, I'll have you guys give me uh, the names of all those that sponsor you, and we'll put that on the show notes so okay. people that want to learn more yeah. about the people that are sponsoring what you're doing and making it happen. We'll put that on the show notes so they have access to it. Yeah. And one last uh, little comment for anyone that's listening that ever has materials left over from a job site or, you know, trees that have been down, any extra maker. We just consistently, I get messages from people, hey, I have, you know, these 20 trees that had to be taken down. Can you post it in Makers because I'm not on Facebook or this, you know, and those trees are gone from those people's yard. They don't have to pay anybody. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's really helpful, too. Right. And that that to me is that harkens back to the whole idea that this ecosystem. Exactly. You know, one hand washes the other as far as that's concerned. So I'm glad you mentioned that. So we'll we'll be sure to put some of that information in the uh, in the show notes. So people know how to get in contact with Bo and Shelly to find out, hey, you know, we have this, this or that, or we have these building materials that we can't use and, you know, whatever, we can donate them to you. Now, are you guys a nonprofit or? No, we're We're an organization right now. Okay. And then we're we're going to be an LLC. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, And if if anybody does want to get involved in supporting us in any way or, or just reach out to us directly, they can always email us at nwamakers at gmail.com. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Well, listen, I appreciate it. Bo Dutton and Shelly Mober, I appreciate you guys coming on and Shelly's clapping in the background <laughs> because I, I, I have been name challenged with her name from time to time. And, and that's, I'll be mentioning her name to somebody and I keep saying Mober, but it's Mober. And so I'm, I'm thankful for her patience with me. And see, I'm not perfect. I mean, I, I've been doing Who thousands is? of podcast episodes <laughs> right. and I have my own challenges here. So, no, I appreciate you guys very much for taking time out to to tell your story to our audience here at I Am Northwest Arkansas. And so certainly, folks, please support these guys. If you connect with them, if you go to their next maker event and it, it's because you heard about it here on the podcast, tell them, just say, hey. Bo, I heard you on the podcast. Shelly, I heard you on the podcast. You guys did a great job. Thank you so much for what you're doing for our community, for all of the creatives that are here. So, and that's April 30th, 10 to 4 at okay. the Washington County Fairgrounds. Okay, Sunday. perfect. Perfect. Well, well, we'll definitely make sure this episode drops before the 30th of April, 2023. But if you're listening to this after that date, just know that they at least are going to have two of these a year mm-hmm. and that you have contact information and you'll know how to be uh, in touch with them should you want to get involved or should you want to attend a future event for the NWA Makers Club. So 
That's perfect. But Bo, Shelly, thank you guys so much. Thank you, oh, thanks, Randy. Thanks, thanks had for a great helping talk. us out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. To learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. You can subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it. And please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Remember, our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week for another new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.